0: When we think about heresies, our mind automatically goes to history lessons that we learned in church about Arius and other heretics that occurred uh, centuries ago. Um, We think that heresies only happened in the olden days and don't really apply to us today. But unfortunately, we see that that is not the case, since our very own beloved Coptic Church has recently exposed a heresy that um, has hit many of us close to home, both in Egypt and here in North America. Today, we are blessed to have His Grace Bishop Yusuf. He's going to walk us through a particular history. It is the false teachings of a man that actually goes by several names, including Atif Aziz, Atif Makarios, Father Seraphim, and more recently, Father Makarios. Thank you, Sayyidna, so much for being with us here today um, and helping us to understand this heresy and clarify some of the points.
1: Thank you, Mary. I'm happy to be with you here.
0: So let's start with, what exactly is the heresy? What does Atif Aziz preach?
1: Atif Aziz started as a servant in the Coptic Church in Upper Egypt. In uh, the public teaching that actually shared with everybody, uh, when you listen to him, you believe that he is a very, very orthodox and takes the people to a very, very high uh, standard of orthodoxy and this actually impressed many people and that's why they follow him and in these videos actually he exposed uh, his wrong teaching false teaching that are again the teaching of the scripture and against the teaching of the holy tradition of the Orthodox Church
0: I think we are in a generation with a special ailment, special sickness, special deficiency. is all about the real fatherhood and motherhood. No one can really have a real fatherhood or motherhood. Only one who had the fatherhood and motherhood who got the father. Because of this, the Bible speaks about God sometimes as a father, sometimes as a mother. go into some of these videos. Uh, one of the videos uh, talks about, Atif talks about a parent's love, and how a parent's love can actually be a sickness, um, and that we actually only have one father and one mother, and that is God the Father. Uh, and he uh, argues, that, that justifies by quoting scripture, saying that the Bible refers to uh, God as both a male and a
1: female. Now he's teaching that parent love is sickness. So they, they, they turn them against their parents. How can I say parents love a sickness and the, the Bible tells us honor your father and your mother? How can I say parents love a sickness and the Lord Jesus Christ Himself honored His mother till the last moment on the cross actually He um, said to St. Mary, uh, go and live with John, and said to John, she is your mother, and said to St. Mary about John the Beloved, he is your son. Uh, Even after her her departure, the Lord took her body and kept it uh, in in, in heaven, because this body carried the Lord Jesus Christ. So how can I say uh, the parents love? is sickness. Yes, parents' love away from the love of God is wrong. But we as Christian, as believers, parent love is part from the divine love. So, parents love their children in the Lord. And the children honor their parents in the Lord. I cannot separate parents' love from the Divine Love. And as long as parents' love part from the Divine Love, then, uh, indeed, this love is is a motivation, an encouragement for the children to grow spiritually. Uh, We saw in the church history, like Mother Dulegi, like Mother uh, uh, Rif'a, and how they encourage their children to shed their blood for the name of Christ. How can I say this parent love is sickness? It's not sickness. Uh, yes, God presented Himself, uh, His love toward us, and the love of the Father and the love of the mother. Uh, for example, when He said, if a mother forgets her uh, infant, I will not forget you. Which actually, in a way, God is honoring the love of the parent. Meaning, if God actually, taking the example of the love of the father and love of the mother toward their children, then God is saying, this love is not sickness. He is resembling His love toward us as the love of the parents. Like when He said to Jerusalem, how many times I Tried to gather your children as uh, a mother
0: gathers a child.
1: Gather her, her chicks under her wings. So here actually God is honoring the love of the mother and, and saying, This is a true love. And I want to gather your children as a mother, you know, gather her children under her wings. When the Lord said, If you want to be my disciple, hate your father mother, this verse in Luke chapter 15. The Lord is saying here, if this love contradicts, is not part of the divine love, then it's wrong. For example, if my parents forced me uh, to deny Christ. No, my, my love toward Christ is more than love toward my parents, because the love of parent here is not part of this divine love. And we saw this in the story of Saint Demiana, when her dad denied Christ, she sent to him and told him, I, I, I wish that, to hear that you died for the name of Christ, then to live while you denied Christ. And this message made uh, Marcus, the father of Saint Demiana, to go and confess his faith in Christ and became one of the martyrs. So definitely this is a false teaching. It's not a scriptural teaching. (Mu So uh, also the image of this unity was marred and distorted..
0: تحول نحو الله. إنما الاتحاد هو أن
1: يعيشاني معاً في مسره. it became this unity became no more uh, being directed to God but just they are united to live together in, in joy,
0: joyfully. And الاتحاد هذا يعني أن So when the image of this unity is marred, this means that the state of the church is in a hidden potential marred image. Um, There is another video uh, that discusses marriage, where Atif discusses marriage, and uh, he claims that marriage has been defiled since the fall. Um, and that now marriage is purely just one person seeking fullness and joy in another person away from God and Because of that in some cases it's even it's better to uh, live a celibate life than to live in marriage
1: Uh, Let us see what the Bible says about marriage Uh, in, in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 4 we read marriage is honorable among all, and the bed undefiled. But fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Hebrews 13, 4.
0: And this of course is after the fall, he's referring to marriage after the fall.
1: Exactly. They use some verses from the scripture and they they misinterpret it in order to reach their goal. For example, yes, St. Paul in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 spoke about uh, celibacy and marriage. But St. Paul did not attack marriage. He said uh, there is a difference between uh, a married woman and a virgin. A married, uh, married woman uh, has many responsibilities. So, take care of her husband, take care of her children. But a, a celibate person actually Uh, dedicate uh, his life or her life completely to God, which actually is true. But on the other side, does this mean that the Bible said uh, that uh, marriage is defiled? Absolutely not. It's a sacrament. It's one of the seven sacraments. Who uh, who unites actually the husband and wife? It's the Holy Spirit. Uh, We read in Matthew 19 what God put together No man can separate. So, can we call this union by the Holy Spirit Himself is a defiled union? How can I say marriage is defiled? This is actually a a heresy in itself. All of us, the celibate and and the married, came from a a bond of marriage. So how can I say, you know, uh, that marriage is defiled. Saint Anthony the Great, and Macarius, and Macarius, and Saint Bakhomius actually uh, dedicated the life of uh, the, the, the monastic completely to the service of God. Even when they worked, they worked actually to feed themselves and then to give the rest to the poor. And they did not work uh, works that actually exhaust them. But yeah, during the time of Saint Anthony, they uh, weaved, you know, palm leaves to make baskets or whatever, and uh, to help the poor and just to to uh, for them to feed themselves, and that's it. But they lived very simple life. They lived uh, in in poverty. Uh, so how can I say the Lord who blessed the wedding at Cana of Galilee? How can I say marriage is defiled?
0: Mm.
1: Absolutely not. Uh, uh, If it is not sacramental, I can understand. But marriage is a sacrament in the Church, blessed by the Holy Spirit. That's why the Lord said, what God put together, no man can separate. How can I call marriage? It's defined. Absolutely, this is...